Satan and demons will play a key role in the end times. Hi, everybody. I'm Jimmy DeYoung. That's the theme of my brand new series entitled Satan, Demons, and the End Times. This five-hour prophetic series on CD, it's an audio series on CD, will help you to understand why satanic demonic activities are playing a major role in our world today and giving us evidence that we are quickly approaching the end times. Thank you for taking these few moments to take a look at the book with me. Let's listen to a portion of this series. We'll listen to Satan's dramatic dethroning, and then I'll come back and tell you how you can get your copy of this audio series. Right now, let's listen to the study. Well, God has something to say about it. Go back to Ezekiel chapter 28. God's got some I wills also. (laughs) Let me show you what God's I wills are. Starting in verse 16. By the multitude of thy merchandise they have lifted, uh, they have filled the midst of thee with violence. And thou hast sinned, therefore I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God. I will destroy thee. I think that word could better be translated render in operative. It's not going to be destroyed as annihilated. You look in the book of Revelation, chapter 19, Antichrist and the false prophet, those two human men energized by Satan, a part of the satanic trinity, were cast into the lake of fire. And then you read over to chapter 20, verses 11 through 15, the great white throne judgment, and when they're brought up, It says, I'm going to cast you into the lake of fire where the false prophet and the Antichrist are. And that's a thousand years later. They weren't annihilated. There's no annihilation in hell. They're just rendered inoperative in line with what the text should read. I will render inoperative thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of of the stones of fire in God's presence. Thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdoms. I told you he was the wisest creature ever. By reason of thy brightness, I will, here's another I will of God, I will cast thee to the ground. He's going to be cast to the ground. He's going to be cast. We're going to see what happens when he's cast to the earth. He's going to be cast from his position of prominence all the way to the earth. He's going to be cast to the ground. Look at this next statement. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings that they may behold thee. I'm going to make an example of you. I'm going to show them. Yes. Verse 18. Thou hast defiled, thou hast defiled thy sanctuaries by the multitude of thine iniquities, by the iniquity of thy traffic. Therefore will I, I will bring forth a fire from the midst of thee. Matthew 25, the lake of fire has been prepared for Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. And that's it. If you want to go there, You make the decision. I'll do everything I can to stop you. You make the decision. If you decide to go and join Satan, Antichrist, and false prophet, 
I will bring you forth. I'll bring a fire out of you. You'll burn forever. And anyone going to hell, don't give me this stuff. How could God be a loving God who sends somebody to hell? He doesn't send anybody to hell. They choose to go there. And if you choose to go there with him, that's your problem. And I will do everything I can to hold you and stop you. Somebody says, well, you, you get pretty aggressive sometimes. Aren't you afraid of turning lost people off? Where am I going to turn them off to? Hell number three? I don't care. I try to get their attention. We had a, a, a Catholic man when I was running the Word of Life in up in Scroon Lake. A Catholic man. He came and, and this Catholic man one day made this statement to me. I said, how'd you get saved? And he said, well, I was standing out and a bird flew over my head. And as the blurred flew over my head, I knew that that was a sign from God I had been saved. I looked him right in the eye. I said, you're an idiot, man. That bird flying over your head, you just ought to be lucky he didn't drop a load when he was flying by. Now, that is not the way you get saved. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. People sitting around me after said, Dion, you hurt that guy. Well, I heard him. You better believe it. He went to his room, packed his bag, got in his car, and drove to Buffalo, New York, where he lived, cursing me all the way. And when he got to his house, opened the door, walked into his bedroom, fell on his knees in front of his bed before Jesus, said, I've never been saved, Jesus. Save me. He called me right after that. I didn't know why in the world I attacked that guy. I don't always use aggressive evangelism. I try to love him in sometimes. But, I mean, you know, where are you going to turn him off to? And, and we've got to just tell them what's going to happen. They're going to be with Satan forever. Let me just conclude by this. We've talked about the position of Satan, Lucifer, and then Satan. We've talked about his pride, the process by which he was dramatically dethroned. We see what God's, and it's not over. It's not over. He goes from the third heaven, from the Garden of Eden, to the first heaven, to earth, and ultimately to a bottomless pit, and then out into the lake of fire. He's on his way down. The process is continuing. But what is his prominence? Where, uh, province, excuse me, province. Where's his province? It's in the heavenlies. Go to Ephesians real quick. Ephesians chapter 2. I'll take just a moment on this and we'll conclude. Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 2. Notice what it says. <clears throat> Wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. That's talking about Satan. The prince, listen, of the power of the air. Slip over to chapter 6 just for a second. Look at verse 12 again. Let's read it. We talked about it last evening. Let's read it. To look at it together so it gets it through your eye gate. Verse 12, chapter 6. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in the heavenlies. In high places are the heavenlies. 
principalities, powers of darkness, evil, world rulers. That's what we wrestle against. Satanically energized. And he does that from the heavenlies. That's where he is. He's in the first heaven now. He controls the first heaven. He is capable of dispatching, and we'll see the next location of his province is the earth. He's capable of dispatching his agents in an instant, in a moment. We're going to study how that plays out in another time of our study. But from the heavens, he's in charge. Thank you so very much for taking a few moments to take a look at the book with me. This series that you've been listening to, entitled Satan, Demons, and the End Times, is a series that you must have to understand what Satan's activities will be. He has a divine design. There will be a dramatic dethroning of Satan. Dynamic dominion will be the operating status for Satan. Demonic deception will be his way of doing that but he does have a determined destiny. Those are the five different parts on this prophetic five-part series on CD, an audio series that is a must for you to get a copy of and listen to. You can do that by calling our toll-free number. It's 8-PROPHECY-8-877-674-3298. It's a toll-free number from across America. Or you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and make your purchase of this five-hour, five-part series, audio series on CD, entitled Satan, Demons, and the End Times. And as you listen to this study, I'm convinced you'll become more and more aware of the fact that Jesus Christ could call us to be with him at any moment, maybe in the next couple of moments. And having said that, nothing much left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...